What's up, True Heels? He True Heels? What's up? Hello, hello, hello. It is me. It is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. We are live on the True Hill Heat YouTube and Facebook for our WWE Fastlane 2023 review. We are here to break down last night's premium live event from WWE from Indianapolis, Indiana. That's why it's the fast lane. It's not the fast lane to any like shows or anything. Not like the past. It's fast lane because it's in Indianapolis, Indy 500. Yay. Uh, <laughs> we are here to break down the show. And of course, I am joined by an all-star panel of some of my favorite people in the wrestling media game and especially on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. First up, we got the marijuana enthusiast and three-time baby-making champion, formerly of NX3 and Blunt Impact, but he's back. He was born last night. He's back today. It is Ness. True Hills, what is the deal? I wouldn't say formally. It's just been, work's been working, but I I, <laughs> I will return. I will return. To be continued. But return, good, good morning return. to everyone watching. Make sure you drop a thumbs up. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yes, and we are joined by... Someone that I haven't seen since the last servant face in heels here on the YouTube channel, but I've seen all across the world, including on WWE TV, as the reaction queen. She is oh. Stephanie Hypes. Yeet. <laughs> yeet. Hi. Hi, y'all. What's up? Just say yeet. Every uh, time. I've had a few. I've had a few libations. Um, <laughs> I'm just joking. He I have not. Been I've like, had, he I have. Been, I have. I have. Here, caffeine. So I won't get fined. He should have been like, I'm just here, so I won't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that it does with the straw hanging out the cup. It does look like you have some. This is a spoon. Oh, it's okay, a spoon. So you want to know about my life? This is a kid spoon in my in my cup. A kid spoon. Did a kid put it, put it in your cup? No, I purposely actually grab. It's the perfect <laughs> little teaspoon, like to like stir your. <sighs> anyway, hi y'all. What's Man, up? You was about to have these kids catching strays out here in these streets. What are we doing, yo? What are we doing? Go ahead and blame oh. them. Actually, it was my kids. How dare they? <laughs> How dare they That's get in the way of my libations? But yes, we are. <laughs> we are here to discuss. WWE Fast Lane from WWE last night. You guys, thank you for joining us for the watch party yesterday and joining us today for the live review. We appreciate y'all if you're joining us live. Appreciate y'all if you're watching us on demand. Remember to show your appreciation back by dropping the thumbs up on this video. Share this video with all your wrestling fans, friends, and family on all your favorite social media platforms. If you're new to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content here and like we talked about yesterday you can also get your official true hill heat merch now at foryourwear.com that is f-o-r-u-r-w-e-a-r i always try to take my time because that's what Where's i learned my at shirt? I need my shirt. um but yes we're gonna get you we're gonna get you a shirt because they already have the pink servant face in heel shirt for you so you're, you're you're already all set so we're gonna 
We're gonna get Stephanie Hypes a shirt. We're gonna get. I'm gonna wear that shirt. and be on WWE TV again. There we go. I'm there just saying. Plugs. That's it. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, you know. Gotta, gotta, gotta get those plugs in. Uh, but yes. <laughs> You can go over there and purchase a shirt right now. And, of course, hit that subscribe button and sound off in the live chat if you're with us live. We love to interact with the live chat, so we'll try to highlight as many of your comments as possible. But the best way to help us out with this channel, because we are self-funded, is with a super chat donation or by hitting the join button and becoming a member for just $1 a month. We always highlight our members' comments. And, of course, we will always highlight our super chat donation. So any dollar amount matters and we always appreciate it and we appreciate our newest member brandon brown brandon brown just becoming a member thank you so much for joining us you got exclusive Thanks, content yes thank you brandon thank you you'll have a, a new edition of review of honor later today for the members so is it one dollar a month come on it's, it's so easy uh like vala b here who is um, also a member who is with us in the chat saying hey yo we got uh bell here with us who's saying hi we got a DJ Eric, another member who's saying sup, THH fam and friends. And don't forget to yeet today. Uh, <laughs> we yeet. also got yeet. Uh, we also got Frantic World who says, What's up, SP3, Stephanie, Ness, and chat. Stop frantic. He says he has a lot of questions for this Ooh. WWE pay per view. I did not put Ooh. that much thought into the show. <laughs> Frantic, I hope these are not deep questions. You're going to have us looking like Cody and Jay last night with the loaded questions. So let's. That's a loaded question. Keep it simple. You feel yes. me? Yes. Yes. Do Bala you feel him, sir? I love that. That was Rick. That was Rick who they asked to feel him. Rick. Rick is the sir. Rick is the sir. And he hear him in the background. I do. <laughs> I do. The whitest, whitest boy answer he could give. <laughs> I do. I was like, Rick, you could have been like, Rick. Yeah, I feel you. Like, come on, Rick. I do. I can like, I can like you don't do podcasts with me. Come on, man. Come I on, man. You. <laughs> Rick asked the best questions last night. He did. Props to he did. MVP as far as uh, the MVP. other side. Besides Cody and Jay Uso, it was it was Rick. It was, it was Rick, Rick as far as that side. Uh, we got uh, Bell who says, "I just hope Jay wasn't driving when he left the building last oh, night." Oh man, here we go. I was waiting for that. Okay, first of all, that was Jimmy. We're not going to drag my boo Jay no, through the mud Jay, right Jay has, now. Okay? Jay has a DUI as well. Shush, SP. The point <laughs> is, Bell, we're not going to drag my boo. Jay, okay, and he was on Cody's bus having libations, so it's fine. That's true. On the American That's Express, true. you didn't have to worry about driving. He's good. He's good. Correct. Oh, Christopher in the chat said, "Y'all help me understand these results and angles because I didn't watch the pay per view." That's what we're here for. Yeah. Some people don't. You exactly. don't have to watch WWE. Sometimes you don't have to watch. Oh, no, you do. You don't have to watch. You, you do. You could just watch us. Let, let us get all the views. Oh, yeah, let us get true. the million, the million. We're views better anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We we probably describe it better than some of the matches sometimes. So like, Great. come on, just watch us. Um, we got Tony. You're like a cheat sheet. Exactly. Are those things called in college cliff notes. I, I was gonna say specific notes. I always remember from high school spark notes. For the, yes. Like that's what we are. For you guys. I'm yes, yes, teachers. I used to read those books. Yes. 
never, never read Spark Notes. So yeah. I had a life changing moment yesterday. Jay Cargill what? came out the car and something happened to my body and I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't even like women like that, but shit. I questioned my whole life. Can't blame you. And look, I've seen this woman before, obviously in AEW. I've always thought she was beautiful. Always thought she, but I don't know. I'm questioning my whole life now. I told my husband it might be over. <laughs> might have to, might have to speak to our lawyers. Um, <laughs> Francis, <laughs> don't worry, Stephanie. It won't be that oh, deep of a question. Thank I don't you, think she handled that deep of questions after Jay Cargill walked out. Just that car. don't talk about Jade, please. I might go blank. And we have a new member, Dolores, one of our favorites in the chat. Now a member here on the channel. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dolores. Dolores. Appreciate all the love support. You always give us Dolores, one of our favorites here. But let's yes. get into WWE Fast Lane. Uh, as always, before we start the review, give us your one word to describe your feelings of WWE Fast Lane. We'll start with Stephanie. Yeet. That's is that a word? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's in the English. I think it's an action. <laughs> like pow and pow. <laughs> We're running with it. That's my word. That's to be with an explanation part and all capital letters. Um, it's Ness. Um, I'm saying physical. It was really physical. A lot of a, a lot of brutality last night. Agree. I can't think of one between these two words, but it's how I felt about the show overall. So it's three words: fun, but inconsequential. You can't. No, hold on. Everyone else says <laughs> one word. He's over here. Fun, but okay, okay. You want okay. me to choose between the two? Inconsequential. I was trying to give it credit. Look at you, Stephanie, <laughs> making me slander WWE right now. Why did you have to go negative though? You you asked me to pick one. So then you pick the positive one. We know the rules around here. Wait, what? We're true hill heats. What did you expect from me? <laughs> you know I'm like a little bit positive over here. You know this. I know that's why I said you On set me up. Hill heat. I'm part of the true hill heat family, and I'm like the baby face. What the fuck? You are the true face of the true hills. <laughs> You'll be here long enough, though. You know, Chrissy Love used to be nice, too. I am aware. Now she, now she, <laughs> she used to be nice. Stephanie's <laughs> 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 holding out. She hasn't turned yet. Exactly. No, she, no, no. When I put her on uh, Fightful Overbook, she was the one that cursed before Chrissy. I was surprised. I was like, oh, I see she's rubbing off on her. <laughs> It's Chrissy's fault in SP, whatever. <laughs> I had to catch myself. I was like, oh, I said something negative. Uh, she gave oh one of her God. reactions to how she reacts yeah. to <gasps> a WWE bit. Oh, oh, God. We ain't even start talking about the show. Right, yet. Not DJ. I'm a, Stephanie's a good Christian woman, but don't be corrupting her. 
first of all, DJ, if I was a good Christian woman, I'd be at church right now. Instead, I'm on Truth Hill Heat. Talking about Fastly. <laughs> Precisely. I just <laughs> prefer to be positive or try to be, or I just don't say nothing mean at all. And I just sit there and stare instead. And SP knows what that means. If I have nothing good to say, I'll just sit there. It's like, um, so uh, I'm moving on. <laughs> like it's one of those. From, That's exactly you what know, it is. You, you know, Mike. So you know anyway. <laughs> so let's get into WWE Fastlane. <laughs> the show kicked off with a co-open by former Indianapolis Colt player Pat McAfee. Uh, then we went into our opening contest, which was for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. It was Jay Uso and the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes teaming up for the first time against the champions, the Judgment Days, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. This matchup started off slow. We got, I got like the standard kind of WWE setting the pace for the opener here uh they cut off jay uso very early on damian priest with a big kick to the back of the head so they isolated him cody was able to make the hot tag and come in it's a big vertical superplex off the middle rope uh that was very impressive jay was able to get tagged back in and he started rallying getting the crowd behind him uh he looked like he was on his way to hitting the uso splash following a super kick when dominic mysterio and rhea ripley came down to the ring and of course the sexual tension was in the air as Rhea Ripley tried to seduce Jay Uso. I'm pretty sure Jay Man, um, is married um, but I mean they, if they're going to continue on with this it's fun. Um, <laughs> on but, WWE TV he is not married outside. I, 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 I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Rhea's engaged too so why, why not? Um, but yes, he's cut off after that. After the distraction, they hit a big uh Huracan Rada by Damian Priest on Jay Uso into Finn Balor hitting the coup de gras. But Cody breaks up the pin. Uh, after this, the uh, we get JD McDonough coming down and he's cut off with the referee distracted by all of this chaos. We get Rhea Ripley blasting Jay Uso with the money in the bank briefcase, which uh, Finn Balor then rolls him up, but he only gets a two count. We get a fight on the outside throughout the matchup. Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso were attacking Damian Priest's knee after a big dragon screw leg whip from Cody Rhodes. So when Cody and Damian Priest are fighting near the announce table, it looks like Damian Priest is about to uh, put Cody away, put him through the commentary table after delivering a big choke slam on the apron. But JD McDonough comes through with the Money in the Bank briefcase. Cody moves and he blasts Damian Priest right in the hurt knee. This causes Cody to hit the crossroads. We get a big uh, tope con Hilo onto the outside. They bring da Finn Balor back to the ring. We get an, a 1D Cody cutter into the crossroads. One, two, three, new. WWE undisputed tag team champions Cody Rhodes finishes the story. Well, kinda. Um, <laughs> since I the Judgment Day, here we fucking go. Started a new here story within the story. We fucking story. Go. Here, you want to hear the story? Okay, so first of all, no, great match, great match. 
fantastic opener they started slow the middle got good and then the ending it was really hot really great stuff with all the chaos i thought that this was the best executed tag team matchup of the night and we got a lot of those tag team matches on the show and i thought this was the best one i gave it four stars but the story guys the story you see wwe has decided that losing to roman reigns your consolation prize is tag team titles. Royal Rumble, Kevin Owens loses to Roman Reigns. Sammy, uh, Elimination Chamber, Sami Zayn loses to Roman Reigns. WrestleMania, Sami Zayn and Co Kevin Owens win the tag team titles. WrestleMania Night 2, Cody loses. SummerSlam, Jay loses. Backlay, Cody and Jay finish the story and win the tag team titles this is the story ladies and gentlemen we just gotta go along stephanie what did you think about this matchup and the result of cody and jay winning the tag team titles i thought the match was actually a lot of fun um i was actually not expecting them to win so my here's my question I was at No Mercy last Saturday. Trick Williams won. Fucking incredible moment. I was his parents were sitting right behind me, going nuts. Didn't realize it was his parents at the time because I was talking to them the whole time. Did not realize that was them. Um, but great moment, right? You should have been like, the, man, y'all, y'all either rich or y'all related to somebody. Y'all in the second <laughs> row. Um, they were, they were, they were in the second row, and I was like. I was like, black people. I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, so you must know either Carmelo, Trick, and that's pretty, pretty much it. Uh, and I was kind of like, hmm. I didn't question that. I'm like, whatever. But they were really cool, really nice. But they went nuts when Trick won. And I'm like, hmm. I'm like, they must be related. Found out in the video clip later that that was them. That was his parents. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm glad that was nice to them. Um, and so... Anyway, great moment. He he captures the title. Then he drops it to Do Dominic Mysterio on the following NXT. And I'm like, okay. I was like, first of all, dumb. But also, I'm like, maybe they just want to keep all the gold on Judgment Day through um, Survivor Series. So I was like, okay. Like, maybe they just messed up on, you know, the direction they wanted to go. So they're writing the wrong, if you will, right? And so I was kind of like, all right, whatever. But then last night happened. And... <laughs> They dropped the tag team title. So I was like, okay. I'm like, well, I guess they're not keeping gold on all of Judgment Day through Survivor Series. So I'm like, so why did Trick have to give the title back? And also, I it just, I don't get it. it. But then I was like, okay, maybe this is because Damian Priest is cashing in later on Seth Rollins, right? So I'm like, okay, maybe that's why they have to drop the title so he's not like a double champion. They don't want that right now. Cool, I guess, whatever. And then he doesn't cash in on Seth So I'm like, it's not, the math isn't mathing for me. Um, but whatever. I, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with Jay and Cody holding the titles. I think they're two of the biggest baby faces aside from LA Knight right now, obviously. Um, to be honest, after the fucking press conference, I want them to hold them for fucking ever. Because it's like, it reminds me of um, like Rock and Sock or like, you know, all those little tag teams that just didn't quite make Daniel Bryan and Kane like those tag teams don't quite make sense but it works for whatever reason that's what this reminds me of um and so I think it will be fun 
I just don't really know what direction they're going. I also want them to split the fucking titles. It drives me nuts that they're still together. Um, unless they were going to unify them. Uh, just split them back up. Um, but the match yeah, we itself just, we just was, went through making all these new titles. We can't make new titles for these guys. Well, and the tag titles are the ugliest fucking ones. Like, let's make some new ones already. Like, I cannot stand those tag titles. They're so fugly. And I'm just like, I, the match itself was great. It was a lot of fun. I'm fine with who won. I just have questions as to where the fuck they're going. Because, again, I thought they wanted them to hold all the gold. And that's why Trick had to give it back, if you will. But then they just dropped them, the tag titles. So I'm like, well, that's not the reason. So I just, I don't get it. Um, obviously, we've talked about this on Serving Face and Hills with Rhea. I prefer to be fucking defending her title. It's a really weird position they put her in. That weird in a good way. Like, they're making her this really dominant character to the extent that she is in the men's faces, in the men's business. She's telling Paul to acknowledge her. Like, mo- there's never been a woman in this position to this extent since China, I want to say. And while that's amazing, I do feel like the women's division that she could be defending against is getting overlooked for this. And I'm like, if you're going to do it, do both. But I'm just like, so I'm at odds with it because, you know, I'm a big women's wrestling advocate and I want the women to be highlighted. Kind of what Becky's doing with her title. I feel like Rhea should also be doing with her title. Um, but they have her really focused in this men's storyline. And I'm like, again, cool. Like, it's really awesome to see a woman in this position. But I'm like, if you're going to have her hold the title, she needs to defend it um, or be involved in the women in some way. So... Anyway, we'll see. I, I think it was fun. I like the interaction between her and Jay, even though I'm a little jealous. And it's cool. It's my thoughts. Yeah. It's making me making me feel like Becky was like, man, let me win this NXT Women's title because Michael knows. Uh, Sean, uh, Michael Hickenbottom knows how to book women better than Paul over here. Exactly. <laughs> That's almost exactly like she was just like, the opportunity came. Tiffany made a mistake. Truly made a mistake. And it opened that door, and she was like, I'm going to fight everybody and get them TV time, basically. I'm going to go over here and, <laughs> yeah. and, be, and be you. And there's, to me, I, I told her, she just laughed. She didn't respond to me. I didn't respond to it. She just laughed at me. But I was like, coincidental that you happened to do this right as Naya showed up? <laughs> let me let me walk out the, the back door when she comes in. She's like, door. all right, well, time to go. <laughs> Uh, we got a super chat donation here from Vala B. Uh, thank you so much, Vala B. Appreciate all the love. He <laughs> says, main event, Jay Bluso and Cody Devante Rhodes. He <laughs> finished the side quest. That 1D Cody Cutter was wicked, though. That should have been the finish. I didn't need yeah. the Cody Cutter. I didn't need the Cody Cutter. And I let me respond to that. Cody. Cody already said there's going to be stories within the story. This is part of it. Yeet. Side quest. He ain't even finished the mission. First, the mission. He doesn't need to finish the mission. So, okay, in your life, are you on a journey, SP? Do you have a journey to get to a goal? Are you there? Do you have side quests along the way in your life? 
Yes, you do. This feels like season three of Mandalorian when he had to save a freaking cat or something like that. I don't know. (laughs) They just wasted time with side quests all the time in season three. One little side quest. Two. Oh, one no Brock was one little side that's it too Brock is one this is two we're um, on our way SP we're on our way we're on our way Ness what did you think about this opener and Cody and Jay winning the titles so I gave it four and a quarter I really like this opening match um I didn't think that Cody and Jay were gonna win uh and that's that's I don't have too many nitpicks about the show but that's one of them. The fact that, like, I get it. It's going to be a long road to get to Mania. And they both of these guys need something to do. More so, Cody needs something to do because he's just going to be floundering. Um, but th- this is the one thing that I, I, I really don't think made a lot of sense. Main event, Jay Uso. Never mind the fact that he opened the show. Um, also, you take him out of one tag team. To put him in another tag team, that's why. But like, I'm what, fine what? with it because I feel like Cody, and he did say it drunkenly at the press conference, but <laughs> <laughs> he, like I feel like Cody will make him better. Does that make sense? Like I think as, he's looking yeah, at this like, as an opportunity to work with someone that will help make him as a face, make continue to make him better. Um, yeah, in that because it can only boost his stock, right? And also, I also think that I agree with that, but that's, that's also something that Cody can use going forward into the Roman thing. Like, look, you know, you had your cousin for however many years or whatever, and it took look what I did with the them. first night that we teamed together, we win gold. That's a that's yeah. a feather in this cap. That's a that's a major flex that he can use on Roman, as far yeah. as you know, whenever they get back around to that part of the story. But um, I'm gonna I'm spoiler alert. My LVPs of the night, Judgment Day. How the fuck? It's five of you. Multiple people. There's only two of these guys. There's multiple of you. In the ring, out of the ring, and you lose. You guys are losers. You are. <laughs> you so did are anyone major... ever confirm if Damian Priest was hurt? Did you see how his knee actually did buckle when he got hit with that briefcase? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it was, I don't know if it's. I don't really know if our storyline or if it was, you know, legit, but like they were working on his leg during the match. So I just took it upon that as like, they were actually working on the leg and I got to probably gotta go watch, go back and watch it again to see if anything like out of the ordinary definitely did happen. But um, yeah, going forward, it was just like, yeah, it, it, it like I said, makes sense to have JD McDonough hit his leg with the, with the briefcase. And like, that'd be the reason why, you know, everything goes downhill after that. Like I get that part, but still there's like five of you guys. There's this multiple of you guys. You still lose. What the hell? Like. It's well, Dominic. Like shit. When, yeah, when, when, to be when, fair. Oh, all I will say is they need to get to the point of this whole JD McDonough judgment day story because yeah he's been yeah. he's been trying to audition for this group for like well i think three, that was kind now. of a, a a bridge last night right like yeah 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 hurting more than helping and i think oh, yeah, yeah. because ria's well, he's pissed been, at no, him now helping. but ria was the one kind of giving him grace he's been helping that's why correct. ria was giving him grace but but damien's also been warning against him and then look what happened and Remember him and Finn have that 
that that ruffle and Finn's the one that brought him in, and now he's hit him with the briefcase. Now he can go back to Finn and be like, "Did you put him up to this?" You know what I mean? Like, just I can see it going places. I just I think last night at least helped kind of further that story as far as JD McDonough is concerned and Finn, but I don't know. We'll see. Again, I don't know why like, somebody didn't get the title back. Fucking it up for Priest. First it was Finn. Now it's JD McDonough. He's Irish dudes. They don't want to see a Puerto Rican prosper. What, what's going on? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> let's see, see your money. Oh, in the no. Bank. Yeah, it's, you have all the Puerto Ricans going after the the, the oh, oh, Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord. Who got the better parade? <laughs> Puerto Rican Day Parade or St. Patty's Parade? Huh? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's not going to be good. But overall, I, oh, no. I, it really was a great opener. I really enjoyed it. Congrats to Jay and congrats to Cody. Um, I just want to see if they're actually going to put some stock in this tag team now. And, or, and or, or was it just for like. You know, just just to further along the the Judgment Day thing. Um, y'all y'all want the truth? Oh boy! Yo, SP, yeah. stop it! Yeah, yeah, stop yeah. it! SP, y'all want the truth? Y'all want the truth? Um, no, they're not gonna put any stock <laughs> in this tag team. Uh, they're probably transitional champions to the next champions, just like Judgment Day was, or probably Judgment Day will win back the titles. This time it will be JD and uh Finn. Um, I but... hope Triple H is coming out on Friday to say he's splitting these fucking t- titles up because I can't do it anymore. I, I hope that's say... the announcement on Friday. I will say after sleeping on it, I really like this move because my main complaint, I've liked Raw over the last couple of weeks because it has the better wrestling. They've had more kind of like show long narratives with like the Judgment Day stuff or the Drew slow burn heel turn and, you know, Cody and Jay. So all of that is interwoven. So I like that. That's a cohesive wrestling show. But the main thing that has been my nitpick is that it's all the same fucking people with the same fucking dynamic. We've had since the beginning of the summer and we're in the fall now like we need to switch it up and this instantly changes the dynamic where you already had the issue established between Cody defending Jay against like Kevin Owens and Sammy playing Peacemaker, but they established when their promo on Monday that they want the winner of this matchup, and now it's their their friend, Cody Rhodes, and, yeah. and Sammy's friend, Jay Uso, and I could see them doing that tag team matchup at Crown Jewel, which will be mm-hmm. the bridge to those guys teaming up at Survivor Series. So instantly, the dynamic of TV will get better because it's a different dynamic than what we've gotten for the past five months it seems like so that's why i'm happy with this move not anything else and i'm not hopeful that they're going to do anything with this (laughs) what i'm just being real i want a t-shirt that says yeet an american (laughs) usi mare (laughs) american usi wear wow that's a mare mare Usi Mayor. Um, <laughs> we got uh, Ken Lewis saying JD intentionally hit Priest with the briefcase. I don't think so. I think it was a mistake. I think it was a mistake. Was it? Kid, he's 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 young and impressionable. The he's reason why I'm asking if he actually got hurt or not in that part was because was the intention to cash in that night. Um, and if he got hurt, they were like, let's hold off, and so they did that promo in the back going. You should wait. Rest up. That that that. Like, do you see them saying? Yeah. Because if maybe. you go back and look at it, it looks like his knee actually buckles really badly. And I'm like, 
Oh God, maybe he wasn't. I don't think he was supposed to hit him that hard. But um, you also have to remember he was just medically not cleared on Monday. They said, and we never heard any information outside of that of what they said on TV. So maybe them true. working in this matchup is to explain he has a real injury. Possibly. True. Um, next up, we didn't have a matchup. We had an in-ad backstage <laughs> segment as Xavier Woods meets up with Wade Barrett and Booker T. Uh, he interrupts their conversation to talk about ordering some pizza. Uh, Barrett looked like he was going to chew out uh, Woods, but uh, played along with him, and they ordered pizza up a hut on an app. Branding! Paid, paid sponsor. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Have a nice day. Next up, we had the LWO, Rey Mysterio, and Santos Escobar for now versus the street <laughs> business. I don't care what anybody says. I am just calling them this because WWE hasn't decided on a name yet. So I'm just what did call you call them? Street business. Jesus. Sounds gangster. Sounds tough. Black folks. <laughs> what? <laughs> tokens? What? <laughs> tokens. Not tokens. <laughs> Mysterio and Santos. <laughs> Not tokens. <laughs> Jesus. Mysterio and Santos are left on their own. Uh, they're they're uh, without their tag team partner. Apparently, the tag team partner is late to show up or didn't show up late or they were working on his music or not. Look, he's uh, they... It takes him a minute. Okay. <laughs> Lashley catches Mysterio on a 619. I love this double team where Angelo Dawkins just snuffs uh, Rey Mysterio as he's being lifted outside of the ring by, by Lashley. We get uh, Mysterio making his comeback. He eventually tries to make the hot tag, but Santos Escobar is taken out. When it looks like all hope is lost, finally, the music of Carlito hits and not the music we're familiar with. Boo. So it literally, it literally took Carlito's name showing up on the screen to get the pop. Everyone was like, "Who?" Well, WWE learn you're ruining people's pops. Like, 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 Correct. let him come it's back generic to his original music, music, then change, and then change it to the generic shit. Uh, Carlito is back. He runs wild at the end here. He hits the big backstabber on Montez Ford after a couple of dives from Santos and Ray for the LWO to get the win. This was a nice little close to the to the matchup, but. This was the most house show match I've ever seen. And I was like, why is this on a premium live event for most of it? And it only lasted 10 minutes. But the last two minutes were fine when Carlito came down. But I don't know. I know they wanted to try to make this different from the other tag matches on the show. And that's probably the point of why Carlito came down late. But it kind of made the match just seem dull and just made everybody wait until the third man came in. Yeah. What did you think, Stephanie? Um, <laughs> <laughs> she, she gave you fair I'm so warning. happy Carlito's back. I'm happy for him. I'm not happy with the generic ass music, but it seemed like they waited quite a while to get him out there. I don't know why they waited that long. Like, you know, the first, co you know, them looking around going, oh, you know, Where's our third person? Ray, is he going to show up? Like, whatever. Like, they waited quite a while in this match to get him out there. And I don't know why they waited that long. And then when you're going to have a return of somebody like Carlito, who's known, I think, by most wrestling fans at any age, maybe not the Gen Zers, but 
most wrestling fans that watch consistently. Um, and you give them some generic music, it's like, who is this? Like it, 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 it's it, it. It just happened on. Um, I think it was NXT. Uh, and when all those women were coming out and they hit their music, but no one knows their music because it's all so generic. There's nothing that pops out or stands out. So they don't get a pop until you like see them and you're like, oh, okay, it's Roxanne. Like whoever it is, it's just like, but this is like a legend almost. And that's like changing Rey Mysterio's music on a return and everyone's going to be like, who is it? So you see him, right? And then you're like, oh shit, it's Rey Mysterio. Like same thing, Carlito's song was used in Puerto Rico. I'm like, why couldn't you use it for the return? And to your point, change the music later. Like, so he gets the pop that you're looking for. But whatever, I'm happy he's back. I don't think I saw an apple. No. Which is kind of disappointing. But all business, no apples. <laughs> mm, mm, he's playing, mm. he's, he was facing street business, so he had to be all business. Not street business. I thought it was tokens. Street business. Street. Tokens. I'm not doing that. <laughs> they changed you the said it. name. On, you said changed, it. They changed the character's name on South Park, so I have to stop. Uh, Ness, <laughs> what did you think of street business versus LWO? All right. So this is the second. I think I only had like two nitpicks of the night. So the whole, oh, we're going to start the match. We're going to go at it by ourselves thing. Because that's what they, you know, they said it on commentary. The match started. It's two guys versus three. Uh, you know, okay. The match started. It's official. The third guy's not there. I love Carlito. I love Mysterio. I love Santos. Love everybody, actually, everybody in this match. I don't like the trope of, oh, the match started. Our other official guy isn't here, so he can come join in the match whenever he fucking feels like it. That annoys me. I I I just I think that once the match already started, it's official who's gonna be here, who's not. I know we gotta suspend our belief and whatever. And I know that's a trope that happens in wrestling all the time. I just don't care for yeah, it. Yeah, but like a minute or two, not yeah, but yeah, like that. four minutes into was, the match. It's like, yeah, yeah, like they waited was, way too long. I was at the point long. where I'm like, Zelina, get your ass in there at this point because at that point, yeah, at she can wrestle. Point, I'm like, just tag her in at this point because I'm like, it's I taking like, way too like, long. I was like, there's not another Hispanic on the roster? Like, <laughs> no, Dragon <laughs> Lee was literally about. back there. Dragon Lee was available. And that's why I thought call his ass. But you know, other than that, it was a, it was a solid match. It was fun. I gave it three and a quarter. But yeah, that whole waiting for Carlito to come out, and then he wasn't even out there for all that long, and then the match was pretty much over. So it was just like, oh, we waited this long for like a minute or two. So, uh, but all right, Eric, you know, but, Punk's not coming back. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. He is. Punk isn't coming back, Eric. I don't know why you have him listed on there. He's coming back. Now he's your problem, Stephanie. Uh, <laughs> um, I yeah, I gave the matchup itself uh two and a half stars. It just yeah, it just was dull. Yeah, it was it was dull until oh, was I supposed to give like my star rating. Um, no, you you don't have to. Uh, oh, three. Also didn't like that. Give it three. Was it street street business? I don't yeah. think they, they 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 don't need a loss right now. With the way they're trying to build them up, I didn't like that either. But it's like, what what can you do? You know, like some either team. I like both teams. Either one of them had to take a loss. I would rather it had been um, Ray and Santos just going at it by themselves, and they couldn't overpower the three of those guys. That would have made a little bit of sense to me. 
but you know the street business I don't thing is not working for me. Like I don't like them hill. I'm not liking it so far, yeah. I'll be honest. I mean, I mean it's it's the it's the story is what I'm having difficult getting into because it felt like they were on this story where they were like they were he was teaching them stuff, getting them yeah. new suits, then they attacked the LWO. The following mm -hmm. week faced the LWO, didn't want to cheat. So Lashley was like, prove yourself to me. Said it one week, then he said it again, prove yourself to me. So all they did was do the same thing they just I just said they did, attack the LWO, and it was like, oh yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, that works. That that proves yourself to me. And now it's like there's still there, you could tell there's a little bit of tension there where he's like, You're still playing around, you're still cocky. So you could tell that the story is still they're still developing this part of the story. They haven't developed them actually working together and being successful yet. Man. So unfortunate, but yeah, street business taking L's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Why are you having me. everyone calling it street business? I can't do that. <laughs> her, prof her profit sucks. That's the alternative. That yeah, they sucks. Were, there, was, there were some hurt profits last night losing that goddamn match. Yeah, so we'll, call them, we'll call them hurt profits when they lose <laughs> and street business when they win. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I cannot yes. do this. <laughs> Next was the moment where Stephanie Hypes questioned herself in her body. Oh, my as God. Former AEW oh Lord. TBS oh champion Jade Cargill Woo. showed up. They showed the footage from her showing up on the pre-show and being greeted by Triple H. Mm. It's funny how money changes situation. Jesus, um, look at her. <laughs> no, put it back up. Put that back up. I need you guys to see this. Do you look at her fucking arms? And she just shines. Like she's fucking shiny. Look Got at her. Glow. Got that Good glow. God, man. Got that glow. Got that Lord glow. Glow up. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that, folks. I like men. Seventy eyes. How do you think they debut Jade Cargill on the main roster? Oh, wonderfully, wonderfully. <laughs> oh, I I was actually kind of hoping they'd have her sitting like in the audience just throughout the show, watching the show, kind of like the, you know AEW had Sasha like in the stands, like just not even involved in anything, just have her out there watching. But I understand. I think most people would just be staring at her the whole time because that was that's what I would do. Um, but or you do 101 camera shots to her like the AEW did with Mercedes. Correct. Like, and and to me, I actually like this. I like that they just kind of introduced her that way, and they were like, oh, like they had Triple H greeting her. Like, they're basically telling you she's a big fucking deal. And to me, this is how she should have always been treated. She is a big fucking deal. Yeah, she has some work to do uh in ring. I like Triple H's answer at the press conference where he said, you know, she'll be ready when she's ready, basically. Uh, you know, and he basically he tried not he tried his best not to drag AEW, but he was just like, there, you know, we have a place that trains people and <laughs> and you know, she can get better and you know, she's ready for all of it, and we want her to be the best basically when she makes that debut. Basically saying like she's going through training and she, you know, will debut her when we feel she's ready, basically. Um, so I don't think they're rushing it from what it sounds like. I don't think they're 
trying to just throw her out there to the wolves, you know. Um, they want to debut the best Jade, um, you know, at least to WWE standards of training. And I think that's a great thing. I, 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 they don't want her to fail. Um, and that to me is amazing. Uh, Cause I think they do. Someone posted a picture of it. I have it on my timeline, but it's like a picture of an iceberg. Did you see that one? I think it was bully Ray who posted it, but it was like the top of the iceberg that's above the water was, you know, kind of small, but it said how AEW saw Jade Cargill. And then like, there's this massive piece under the water. And it says how WWE views Jade Cargill. And I'm like, that makes sense to me. Like, they see the money in her, but they want her to be at her best when she is shown, if that makes sense. At the same time, I like that they're doing stuff like this where they're like, they keep you at keep her at the forefront of your minds. Like, she's coming. She's coming. Look at her. Fuck. She's coming. Like, it's, it, I love that. Um, so I'm completely with it. Again, my body convulsed a little bit, but um, I wasn't expecting that kind of, physical reaction uh to seeing her but it, it was kind of unreal seeing her triple h too like I, I just never thought i'd see that so um yeah <laughs> loved it ness what about you how do you think they uh debut jay cargo on the main roster um i'm like i'm loving all the fanfare she's getting um clearly she was a star in AEW, wwe they're gonna do that 10 times over um just all the presentations she's been getting and the fact that you know they showed her that oh they showed the fact that she got signed show that she showed up the pc show the fact that she showed up at uh fast lane for the people that aren't familiar with her they're saying like oh who is this person must be somebody important because they just keep they won't stop talking about her the people that do know who she is they're saying oh yeah well she's definitely going to be a big deal because of all the, the the marketing all the stuff that they're doing to present her to the wwe universe so it's going nowhere but up for her far now far as like in ring we'll get to that when we get there but i far as the wwe style i don't even think she has a lot to work on wwe is more character um and moments and she definitely has both of those down pat yeah she can work on some things in the ring but she can be for as limited as you know that we know for her as that's a lot for WWE, um, you know, their style of wrestling. So she can excel just in that. Like but, I think yeah, like China wasn't the best wrestler, obviously, exactly. but yeah. you know, I think they just want to clean her up, if that makes sense. Right. Uh make certain no, things yeah, crisp, get her finishers down so they're clean. Like there's certain things I think they just want to perfect, if you will, right. uh, as far as that goes. And obviously some training here and there, but this is how you know it's working to me. So my mom is a wrestling fan, right? That's the reason why I'm into wrestling. I watched it with her when I was six years old. Um, but she doesn't watch that often. She's more aware of what's going on mostly because, number one, she follows me on Twitter and she comments every now and then. I'm like, mom, I don't want people to know who you are. Like, these people are nuts on this, on this app. Um, so she comments, but she acts like she's not my mom. So she'll be like, oh, my God, your mom must be so wonderful. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm like, mom. Let's make it obvious. Anyway, about myself. <laughs> right. Basically. And I'm like, Jesus. Uh, but so she follows what I post, right? She follows, she watches things here and there. There's certain people she likes. She has a crush on Nakamura. She has a crush on Drew McIntyre. She texts me the day that they announced that WWE signed her. She texts me a picture of her because she saw it on the news. That's where she saw it. 
She texts me a picture. I shit you not. She's like, oh my God, who is this? <laughs> I was like, what? And she sends me the picture. And I was like, oh, that's Jade Cargill. And she's like, look at her abs. And I'm like, I know. And she's like, she looks like a superhero. And she's like, where'd she come from? So she had no fucking clue who she was. She doesn't watch AEW, obviously. And so there are certain people, to Ness's point, who are not going to know who Jade is. But I think WWE is doing this the right way, where she's being introduced to the crowd who doesn't know who she is yeah. very well, to the extent that my 65-year-old mom's texting me about her. And I, I didn't even say anything about her. She saw it on the news. And I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, so this is working. So I think they're doing it right. Um, keep putting her in the forefront of our minds as she's working on whatever. And yep. we'll see her when we see her. I'm looking forward to whenever she does debut. I just want to make this clear once again. I said this yesterday. I'll say it again. People who try to say that AEW did her dirty or didn't book her properly. WWE would not be treating her like this if she if they you, didn't present her yeah. as a star. Like Thank they you. literally had her try out. And turned her down. Like yeah. if she didn't go to AEW and she said they didn't herself. turn her down. They didn't turn her down. They offered her a contract. She didn't like it. AEW offered her a better contract. She went I mean, there. Give it, give it, give it. She went and made Jade. herself a give, bigger star. I, I always, I, I always say, I'm sorry, Stephanie. I always say when WWE lowballs you, that's basically saying they don't really want you. So that's turning you down. But you don't um, have to offer you anything <laughs> at all, though. Right, no, like if they truly they, don't want you, they don't have to offer you. Shit. Honestly, honestly, from but, what my missus tells me, they try to go for a certain percentage. So it does not matter if you're good or not; mm, they have to hit that percentage. So yeah, well, like they would offer you. You can, you, kind, if they didn't you can kind of say, <laughs> I mean, if we're really going there, you could say AEW increases people's platforms. I mean, yeah. it happened with Cody. Cody was of WWE for years. Left. Made a whole new promotion, got became a higher star, a bigger star, went back to WWE getting paid for it. Jade was yep. in WWE or at WWE, got an offer, turned it down, went to AEW, became a bigger star over there, proved herself, if you will. And now WWE is treating her like rolling out the fucking red carpet for this woman. So whatever you feel about AEW, y'all know I'm not the biggest AEW person. You, you can't deny that they have increased a lot of people's stock. Look at fucking Tony Storm. Look at Tony Storm. Like Timeless. Timeless. Fucking love Tony her. Storm. But what she was missing in WWE was fucking character. And they just could not grasp or, or get it right. And AEW has, has, has not just AEW, her, uh, has thrived over there, in my opinion. Uh, and they've increased her stock immensely. Because he got that creative freedom. So that's what she's she's utilizing over there and rising her stock as we speak. But yep. speaking of the women's division, we had the WWE Women's Championship up for grabs in a triple threat match. Charlotte Flair and Asuka challenging EO Sky. Uh, this one was kind of weird just as far as like the crowd response. 
defense because I didn't think anything they were doing was not good. It was all good. Some they of it were was giving sloppy. them fucking nothing for like the yes, whole the, first half yeah. of this match. Yeah, and, I, and, and they I were think, doing some I, things. I, I, I honestly feel like the sloppiness came because they weren't getting a response from the fans. Like it felt, it felt like it felt like it just threw them off a little bit more than anything. But mm-hmm. yeah, we had uh, we had. Asuka take out Charlotte Flair very early on with the miss to the face uh, right at the opening of the matchup that left EO Sky and and uh, Asuka to go one on one. What a lot of people really wanted at this show. Uh, Charlotte Flair was on the sidelines getting attended to getting the miss wiped out of her eyes. She eventually would return to the matchup where Asuka and EO Sky decided to work together. So we had Super Charlotte basically bodying both women barely selling any miss to the eyes that she got earlier in the matchup she hits chops to both women she suplexes both women she hits a cartwheel where both women just stand there and let her do the cartwheel into a double clothesline <laughs> then we get her uh, we get some dives to the outside ending with charlotte and a big moonsault from the top rope where they actually caught her so good job eo and and oscar there's always a thing with charlotte we get a fight on the top rope which leads to a tower of doom spot with oscar hitting a big power bomb while charlotte hits a samoan drop on eo sky i always say like marky d only fat guys in samoan shit hit samoan drops I just want to make that clear. um wow then this leads to wow. Bailey coming out after uh, EO Sky looks like she's in trouble. Uh, EO gets a boot to the face, drops on to, to Bailey on the outside. Meanwhile, Charlotte gets the better of Asuka and gets on the figure eight. Bailey gets on the other side of the ring to distract the referee. Meanwhile, EO Sky, it goes to the top rope. As Asuka is tapping out in the figure eight, EO Sky hits the over the moonsault on Charlotte. For the one, two, three. Yes, EO Sky beat Charlotte. And yes, it was a triple threat match where Charlotte Flair neither won the title and neither wasn't pinned. She was pinned and didn't win the title. I think that's the first time ever in a triple threat for Charlotte Flair. Uh, This is the only second time. This is the second time she's been pinned in a triple threat. But only the second one. It doesn't happen. (laughs) Doesn't doesn't happen quite often. It does not happen. EO Sky picks up the victory to retain the WWE Women's Championship. I gave the match three and a half stars only because I feel like if the crowd was into this, this would have been an easy four-star matchup because I felt like a lot of it was good. But once they weren't getting a response to the fan, they kind of were thrown off, it felt like. We had a lot of sloppy spots where the, where the commentators had to be like, oh, she got a glancing blow. No, she didn't hit her. Like, <laughs> like, like, I know when you say that, that's what that means. They didn't hit at all. But other than that, I thought all the ladies worked well, but the crowd gave them nothing. Uh, we'll start with Ness. Save the best for last with Stephanie. Ness, start us off. Uh, I gave this match three and a half. Again, it was a very solid match. Um, I didn't think anything was too much wrong with it. Like you said, the crowd really wasn't into it for whatever reason. Um, so then, like, it kind of started to affect the ladies towards the end but overall it was a solid match uh i thought it was very um very physical very entertaining but one thing with charlotte and these moonsaults that shout out to oscar and eo for actually catching her but it's her rotation because i said it last night on the watch along like she's always like she she rotates like she wants to land on her feet but it's kind of hard because she's like fucking six foot 
and the rest and the rest of her opponents they're like five something so it's like all right we got to catch this you know very tall individual and we're not that tall ourselves so it's 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 a lot going on there but other than that like again i didn't see anything too much wrong with the match aside from you know the ref trying to stop Bailey from getting in the ring, even though there's no disqualification. So she should have been able to get into yeah, the ring. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. That is you true. Know, other than that, but, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. as a, I'm, a, I'm a Charlotte fan, but I don't need another Charlotte title reign right now or for another year or so, even though, you know, if Romeo's watching, I'm going to get slandered somehow. But, yeah, because yeah, he was like, oh, she wins, I'm insufferable, which I was hoping that she didn't. But, you know. EO retained. I don't think that her her time is up yet, and it shouldn't be until maybe a Jade Cargill, you know, debuts. You know, we'll see where that goes. Kyrie's <laughs> an option. Kyrie. Or that, yeah, that, that as well. Uh, Stephanie, what did you think? Ness, it's completely fine. I will take care of Romeo for you. Me and Romeo are at odds quite a bit. <laughs> Um, the right person won. I'm so glad EO retained. Um, I would give this match three and a half stars. I have this horrible habit, and I think anyone who knows me knows that I compare most matches to another WWE women's superstar. Um, this match to me should have been better, and I say that because you have literally three of the best in the ring. Uh, so I expect a lot more from them um, because it is three of the best women literally ever in WWE. Um, and it can always be hit or miss. When you put three of the best in the ring, it's either going to click or it's not going to click. I felt the same about the SummerSlam match with Bianca, Charlotte, and Ia. Yeah. Like, it, for some, it's, it's, I don't want to point out one person. Sorry, Romeo. Um, but it's her. Like, I, I don't know what it is. It's like the lack of I don't want to point out one person, but it's her. <laughs> like, the lack of selling drives me nuts. I love the yeah. fact that they did the miss up front, and that should have been a factor throughout the match in the cell. But it was like, she got wiped off outside. She was doing, ah, like, wonderful. But to your point, then she goes in the ring, and she's just like, pile driving through everybody and i'm like but you're not even like i would be like doing this and like kicking people like yeah. you know like sell the fucking eyes throughout the I'm whole sorry. match Especially i'm sorry when she, she did was the, the when she did the kip up back to back and then yes. the into the clotheslines i was like yo she's wilding right she's on <laughs> i'm like i'm like how the fuck can you see right now to do all this shit you just got missed it uh it drives me nuts, and that's what takes away from the drama of the match. That's part of the story. If she she was the one that was pinned, and that's a big fucking deal to pin Charlotte Flair in a title match in a triple threat is a big deal. It's the only second time this has happened. But if you're going to do it, you have to sell the eyes because it protects her as a character. That's why she ended up getting pinned. She was just weakened from the beginning at the start of the match. But when you get up and you're dominant as fuck. And you do all this shit, and then it's like, oh, but she got pinned. It's like, what? Like, did you, she was kicking everyone's ass. Like, and I get, I think it's trying to show some resilience. Like, oh, she's Charlotte Flair. She can get through it. 
but there was a no sell of the eyes for most of the match. And that drove me nuts. And again, I compare it to someone else, which I'm not going to say any names, but she's really good at selling shit through a match and storytelling. And that's the part that's always missing for me in Charlotte matches. And it was evident in this one. And it drives me nuts. Cause I'm like, to your point, it could have been a higher rated match easily. If, that story had been told better to me. The one part that I thought was told very well uh, was obviously having the common denominator, arch nemesis, whatever you want to call it, or history with Charlotte between Oscar and Io and them kind of teaming up at times to try and take her down. Um, also with Bailey, you know, not supposedly, not supposed to be out there. Not, she wasn't supposed to be out there or she was asked not to be. She came out anyway and she ended up helping. She ended up actually helping Eo get the W, and so it kind of keeps telling the story between them where Eo wants to be on her own, but Bailey knows better, and it's like, mm, no, actually, you need help. And it to me, I like that wave of where that's going. I like that story. I like where they're like, oh, damage control's okay. Oh no, they're not. Oh no, they're okay. Oh no, they're not. Like to me, that's fun, and I just like to see where that goes. Um, overall, again, I think I said I give it a three and a quarter. I think that's what I said. Um, it was a good match. The storytelling to me was just lacking. Um, unfortunately, on one person's part, but anyway, sorry, Romeo. Um, and and it drives me nuts. I I, I just need her to sell more. Uh, in matches. Um, it's been a problem forever. Uh, <laughs> and and I just think it could bring her match quality up that much more when she's in these matches. Um. Two triple threats she's been in and two pay-per-views that I feel like should have delivered more. Um, and, and they're like missing the mark um for me. Uh and so it is it what it honestly, is, I guess. I was gonna say this. I feel like Charlotte is probably the big the best big match performer on the females roster in the women's division in all of WWE, but it seems like since she took that break at WrestleMania, it feels like she's Ronda Rousey in 2022. It feels like her heart's not in it. How do you just, think that she's a better big match opponent than Rebecca? Like, I'm sorry, but that woman because, delivers on every fucking big match that she has. Be, and it's like... Because, because she, that's Charlotte, Charlotte has delivered on a lot of her big matches until until she, she has, took that break. The that last mania. two years, though, it's been like, what are we doing? She had the real match at WrestleMania. That's one match. She had, a, she had a killer I quit match with Ronda last year. Probably the best Ronda match we got last year was her and Charlotte at Backlash. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I will literally, I I'm going to literally go out of my way agree. and go back to serving face and heel following backlash where you said it was good. And now you're saying, no. I didn't say it was good. You're saying that's the best. <laughs> what was it? The best I quit. Whatever you just said. I'm like, no, that was the best match. Charlotte, uh, Ronda Rousey gave us in 2022. It's not a high bar, but it was the best. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best. <laughs> It was the best. Is that the same year she had the match with? Y'all are gonna laugh at me, but I actually enjoyed this match. Uh, the one with Sonya was that twenty twenty two? I actually really enjoyed the match with Sonya, and it wasn't long, but they did a lot of technical shit, and it was actually really good to me, and I love that match. 
Anyway, I, the point is, I don't even, I don't even remember that. I match, just, I'll be honest. I just, I guess for me, I had higher expectations for the match, so I was a little disappointed. I guess is just what I'm trying to say because again, these are three of the best, um, that you can put in a ring together, um, and I did like I enjoyed Oscar versus Io more on SmackDown. Definitely, um, that was an incredible match. Uh, so anyway, you'll see. Someone just said, I just saw Punk's IG story. Interesting. Uh-oh. 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 Someone check that. As as I go through the next matchup, it's a tag team match. We had Pat McAfee come down to the ring at this point to greet the Indianapolis live crowd and to also introduce the greatest of all time, the 16-time world champion, John Cena, as he will team with LA Knight. Yeah. Uh, these two men showing respect before the matchup to each other while they face the bloodline, Solo Sokoa and Jimmy Uso, who didn't even give each other a pound. And Paul Heyman is going gray, ladies and gentlemen, dealing with the children that Roman Reigns left behind. And um, I can pretty much, I can try my best to try to draw out this description of this matchup because... <laughs> Nothing much happened. What? The bloodline beat up John Cena for 16 minutes. John Cena makes the hot tag. We get a double down where everybody's in the ring. Then LA Knight makes his comeback and they win. For 17 minutes, that one sentence happened. It was the bloodline just repeatedly beating up John Cena. And the crowd ate it up. The crowd ate up this very formulaic. John Cena tag team matchup, except that John Cena did not play the role of John Cena. John Cena played the role of the tag team partner of John Cena, and John Cena was played by L.A. Knight. Right. L.A. Knight the fucking hot tag. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just got I mean, beat up. For, he got beat it. up for sixteen minutes, and for someone who is a Hollywood actor, oh my God, what happened to John Cena's ability to sell? He is just so over the fucking top. It's so ridiculous. I thought it was something when he reacted to LA Knight signing the contract. But this matchup, I'm sorry. Was let me show this picture again. This shit he did for like 10 minutes. Yeah, I hate that shit. <laughs> he had one moment where literally, nigga, extend your arms. <laughs> No. Oh, gets no. the win with BFT on Jimmy Uso. Like I said, uh, you know, it might sound like I did not like this match. I actually thought the match was pretty fun, but it was a very, like I said at the beginning of the show, very inconsequential matchup because you could, I can, you don't even have to watch this match. For people who told us they didn't watch the pay-per-view, you definitely don't have to watch this match. You do Bloodline because it's John Cena, for, for and we only have John minutes. Cena for a short period of time. And you need to enjoy it and still go watch it. Not if he's no, not if he's not gonna. He's gonna. He better stay at the PC on Tuesday. When he went like this, when he went, when he went like this, and he and he went for the five knuckle shuffle or whatever, and he's all. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> He doesn't know his own offense now. Like, he's surprised he's My God! This dude hanged out. He spent too much time on the Fast and Furious uh, set because, my God, the acting in Fast, uh, in Fast 10 is god-awful. 
And it feels like John Cena is taking that into wrestling. All the acting he learned no. from Fast Ed. I mean, I love John Cena. I'm a, I'm a huge John Cena fan. But my lord, was he over the top in this matchup? And I had well, to I deal with him for selling the kids. For, for 16 you minutes. A kids, kids react to facial expressions. And he just, he over, he did a lot. Um, but it's John Cena. It's John Cena, guys. Ah, I, Thank I, you, I, I, ready to go back to Hollywood. Guys, stop. Okay, so hey. I'm looking at <laughs> CM Punk's that, stories, guys. I don't get it, if we're being honest. Uh, what does it say? S S SP, you might get this. Okay. Well, there's like he's posting pictures of like comic book things, but one of them says it's it's Iron Man. Here, I don't know if you can see this. We'll we'll zoom in on you. It's Iron Man talking to is who is that? I don't know, but it says <laughs> I'll read it. It says Iron Man saying so from that moment. Our truce will extend for 24 hours, during which neither of us will launch any aggression against the other, either personally or indirectly. And then the robot thing says the terms are acceptable. If not satisfactory, let us proceed. He's saying that the, the robot is WWE. That's, that's how I took it. Yeah. yeah. Immediately. Immediately. When you yeah. and when then I said he posted that. that <laughs> Clash of the Titans. Oops. Then he posted Clash of the Titans. Oh, Clash of, Clash of the Crackie. Titans, Kraken. And then something, but other ears also hear the menacing sounds and other eyes behold the frightening sight. The frightening yeah. sight of him returning to WWE. <laughs> <sighs> I'm fucking tired. I can't do this. I don't want um, this man back. Like, he just brings so much fucking drama everywhere. Oh, we got uh here we got we got frantic oh it's war machine thank you frantic the robot is war machine <laughs> there we go we got frantic i think john cena is ready to go back to hollywood uh we got bell who said it's okay sp3 with the writer strike done i'm pretty sure the actor strike will be done before december at least i don't i don't want john cena to go necessarily well he literally said at the press better. conference he said at the press conference that as soon as the actor strike is over, he's this run is done. So that's that's why I thought I thought he was like the second best press conference behind Cody and Jay because he he was very honest and he open. Very and honest. He didn't need to, especially and that actually, rock he question. Did, he did the say rock question too. That and also about his wrestling, he literally yeah. said he was like, "I understand. I need to work on some things. I was taking. He's like, this run is kind of me taking stock of my body and my ability." So even I think he understands there's some things he's like, I'm, you know, I, I'm trying to deliver what the audience is used to from me. I'm trying to deliver what the audience expects from me. And I'm taking stock of that and my ability. And I understand. And he even said, like, with my performance tonight, I understand I need to work on some things. So he said that. I think he acknowledges it. I think that's the thing I love about John Cena. Like, he's honest. He's real. Like, he understands what his limitations are. I think he's understanding that. He can't do what he used to. Um, and he said, he's like, this might not be the last run, but he's like, we're close, right? We're close. So, we're closer. And that's what I mean by just enjoy him while we have him because one of these days he won't 
be wrestling anymore and it will truly be done and so i am just trying to enjoy it for what it is like even if it's like super hokey sometimes it's so hokey I, and his, his job so to him hokey. was to get la night that humongous pop like he's yeah, trying he to get that. someone else over he, um, like, like i said i had a lot of complaints about this matchup but i will rate the match three and a half stars because the live crowd ate it up i necessarily did. didn't enjoy it but they the did. live crowd the live crowd was like a stark difference from that match from the women's match to like the first 10 to 15 See, minutes the women's the match, match needed some of this hokey they needed some of this 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 no like, they just needed john cena that's the reason no no the facial no because the facial expressions and all that matter that's what i'm talking about when you watch a becky lynch match go watch her facial expressions go watch her interacting with the Never audience hokey. like that well, not hokey, but you know what I mean. Like a little over dramatic sometimes, right? Like you do need some of that to no, get people like, to truly like be like, "Oh shit!" Like there's like Becky Lynch, then there's right. like Shawn Michaels, right? Then there's like John Cena last <laughs> night. Like there's levels to being emotive to the to your live audience. Becky Lynch. Gets the right balance. Shawn Michaels goes a little overboard, and Cena <laughs> went over him. <laughs> like, like that's that's what that's what really kind of got me. Because I am a John Cena fan, but I was just like, oh my god, he's really gotten bad. <laughs> he's really gotten bad. <laughs> SP. Uh... <laughs> Don't listen to I'm me. Watch, y'all. I'm watching That's this matchup, dope. and I was like, I was like, no, there's four people in this matchup, and it's very clear John Cena is the worst one. Like, <gasps> like, like that's, that's how I felt. I'm, I'm sorry, John. I'm sorry. I know we're friends on Twitter. I, know I hope he's on watching this right now. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I'm DMing <laughs> him this link, and I'm gonna say, watch this from one hour and ten minutes in, and watch your mutual. SP, drag your ass through the mud, sir. In the mud. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm not going to say anything anymore. Mm. <laughs> Go moving You've on. said enough. <laughs> I'm going to start rumors on Twitter. SP said John Cena ain't shit. <laughs> Go moving on to the main event. Shinsuke Nakamura challenging Seth Rollins in a last man standing matchup for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Seth Rollins costume where he took The Rock's old blue uh, satin shirt and he made it into a whole freaking bubble jacket. It's great. Great Shout stuff. out to King Troy. Hi, Troy. Woo! <laughs> Yes, shout out. We should also mention that backstage before this matchup, Rhea Ripley talked Damian Priest into not cashing in money in the yes. bank because of his knee. But this lead into the matchup where it started off slow, and this was another one where I was like, man, what, like the first 10 minutes of this matchup, I was like, man, maybe John Cena and his hokey ass should have main evented because this crowd sounded really kind of down at the beginning. But once the weapons get involved, stopped, to be honest, talking about the overall of this fucking crowd, oh, yeah. and they true. want a fucking mania. Even the mania, do you want a mania? Like you ain't getting a fucking mania with that shit. Compare I that reaction. I just John Cena. You just offended thirteen thousand people in Indianapolis. If you're in Indianapolis, that shit sucked. Okay, y'all were giving nothing except for Cena and LA Knight. That's it. 
You don't get a goddamn mania. Go on, sir. I love, I love when Steph, that's the true heel heat coming out of her. Um, good. You get Steph early on. He goes and grabs a kendo stick, but Shinsuke is playing mind games. He pulls him to the outside, rams his back into the apron. We get Seth pulling out uh, more plunder as he pulls out a ladder at one point and sets it up by the commentary table. Shinsuke dominated the middle portion of this matchup where he just bombarded Seth with a whole bunch of uh, weapons including nunchucks where he was just he looked like uh michelangelo in teenage mutant ninja turtles uh then uh, shinsuke uh, was hitting him with steel chairs all around ringside we get uh seth makes a comeback and he sets up uh shinsuke on the table where it looks like he's gonna do an elevated stomp but shinsuke moves out the way he eventually sets up another table but shinsuke is able to reverse things with the offense and hits double knees right into the rib cage of Seth Rollins. He just completely brutalized Seth's ribs and back throughout this matchup. They fought into the crowd on multiple occasions. One time going near the entranceway where they fight onto uh, near the stands and Seth takes a back bump into a freaking platform. Hopefully there was a mat there because we didn't see the fall. So I'm I'm assuming there was a mat, hopefully, for Seth's back, at least. Uh, Shinsuke had him down, but Seth was able to get up. The crowd just didn't even seem into the 10 counts until, like, the very last few. Uh, back, they fought to the ring. Uh, Seth was able to hit the pedigree. Shinsuke puts uh, Seth through the table at one, uh, through the table twice. Well, first, he goes through the table when he goes for a Kinshasa. Then he hits the Kinshasa on Seth, and Seth just plum plummets into the table, and that's almost of uh, the 10 count, but Seth is able to crawl to the floor and able to get on his feet. Seth uh, then hits the curb stomp, but Shinsuke Nakamura is able to get to his feet. They fight by the ladder, by the announce table. They fight to the top where uh, Seth and Shinsuke, it looks like Seth's going to go for a superplex, but Shinsuke is able to break out and spits the red miss into Seth's face before pushing him off the ladder and taking a brutal back bump into the announce table. But Seth somehow, some way is able to get to his feet despite Shinsuke posing like this was the end of the match. Matchup. They fight into the crowd once again, where they fight uh, near like this platform area where there's like tech tables set up beneath them. It looks like Shinsuke is going to put him through it, but Seth's able to reverse out. He has a big stomp on the platform, then picks up picks up Shinsuke and hits a huge falcon arrow off the platform through the tech tables. Somehow, some way, Seth Rollins is able to get to his feet at the count of 10 while Shinsuke collapses and Seth Rollins retains the World Heavyweight Championship. Like I said, it started off slow. The crowd did not get into it until a good portion of the matchup. Uh, once they started brawling, once we got enough plunder in there, this turned out to be a great main event to the show and Nakamura's best matchup in a very long time. I gave this match four stars as well. Stephanie, what did you think? I gave it four and a quarter. Uh, I thought it was actually really, really good. I, Seth and, and Nakamura are just next level to me. Like, they're just really, really good uh, at what they do. Um, uh, some people were pissed that Nakamura didn't win. Uh, I would love Nakamura to hold a title at some point. Um, but I knew Seth was probably going to retain. I mean, I don't see why they'd have him drop now. I think, if anything, Seth will drop at Mania. Um, 
And I think this sets up possibly the Survivor Series with him and Roman. So not sets it up, but, you know, could lead there. I think they want that face off uh, possibly. So obviously, again, we'll see. Um, But I thought the match was really good. Funny story. So literally when they're on the ladder, um, my toddler decides to come and distract me with all his Hot Wheel cars. And so I wasn't looking. And so I, I, you know, I'm playing with the cars with him and I look up and all of a sudden there's red all over Seth. And I'm like, (coughs) holy shit. I was like, what happened? I was like, where all this blood come from? I literally tweeted out and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, why is he bleeding so much? And like, I was freaking out thinking like his head opened up or like something crazy. And then everyone's like, Stephanie, it's okay. It's just mist. I'm like, what? <laughs> and they're like, he misted him with red mist. So I was like, oh God bless. I'm like, that's a lot of fucking mist. Like Oscar's like gets in your eyes just a little bit here. It's like shit dripping all down him. It looked like blood. I was freaking yeah, out. Dude. I was like, oh my God. Like he got hurt. Anyway, for effects, you weren't paying attention. You would have thought that shit was blood. Okay. Cause I, yeah, I literally yeah, turned away true. for like not even a minute. And I was like, what, what? Um, but the ending I thought was awesome. Falcon arrow into the table. I thought that was incredible. These, they went all out. And again, it was a great main event. It was a great title defense. Um, I, the only thing I'll say is that something's lacking for me in the Seth Rollins title reign. And it's not him. Um, because I think he's a fantastic working champion, but the way they present like Gunther in his title reign, I feel like is much more prestigious than they're presenting Seth. And I'm like, oh, his back's broken. Oh, I don't know if he can make it. Like, and you have Gunther who looks like a fucking god. And I'm just like, I don't know. They always make, I feel like they always turn Seth into this underdog champion when it's fucking Seth Rollins. Like, stop it. Like, just, you know what I mean? Like, present him like fucking Seth Rollins, and people don't have to... This is what happened when he won at fucking 35. Oh, he's an underdog champion. Like, and no one fell for it, because it's Seth fucking Rollins. Like, I'm sorry, Seth freaking Rollins. And so I'm just like... And I think that's what's missing for me. I'm like... We're past a point where you can say he's an underdog. I'm sorry. Like, he's just, he's Seth Rollins. Present him that way. Present him like he is dominant, just like Roman, just like Gunther. Like, why does he have to be this, not weak fighting champion, but, you know, like, can he do it? Like, of course he can fucking do it. Seth Rollins. We're we're past this point. books their baby faces. They book all their baby faces to be underdog baby faces. Stop. He's not an underdog anymore. Like, and he did help with the promos where he's like, fucking bring it on. Like, let's go. Like, you want to do this? Like, wonderful. But they still had him doing the, oh, you know, no back's going to make it. You know, my family, my wife worries. I'm like, what What are we doing? Like, stop that. Stop that. And I think it could be better. You have to present him as the champion of Raw. Because right now it feels like Gunther is the champion of fucking Raw. Um, yeah, that that's been my whole thing, and I've been echoing it every time I've been on here about Seth Rollins. I don't think anything Seth is doing is wrong. I think Seth yeah. is one of the top three, top five workers in this company, but the company is booking his title reign to feel secondary. It feels that's the best way to describe the World Heavyweight Championship and Seth Rollins' reign is secondary, and I pinpointed 
all the issues from jump. You know what was one of the first issues with the World Heavyweight Championship? It was the fact, well, even before that, it was the fact that they had a Raw Championship being fought by SmackDown people. But the second one, after the world title was decided, was Seth literally giving everyone title matches, even though they just lost. Finn Balor loses to him in the tournament. He's his yeah. first his first uh first rival. Braun yeah. Breaker loses to Carmelo Hayes. You can come down to developmental. I deserve a shot. That lowered the title from the from jump. And then the Finn Balor feud, they, they said the two points of the world championship to have a title on the same level as Romans on Raw and to elevate people. Seth Rollins yep. has fitted with two people. Finn Balor, he may look like a fucking idiot who can't pick up a yeah. replay. <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura, we we all are just gonna wait and see now. We gotta see what happens next. But he's yep. a he's a lot he's a lot better shape than what Finn was at the end of that rivalry. Well, but that I, I think go- the way they presented Shin in the build, like those those uh, promos with the Japanese uh, in Japanese with the um, captions, like all that shit was awesome. If they continue to present him that way, I think this will... To me, he's been elevated in this. Like, this is how they should have been presenting Shin for years, and they just haven't. And so I'm hoping that continues. But I'm just like... yeah, Christopher down here actually said it. Like, Seth's booking and quality opponents have been the issue. And it truly has. Like, it does. it doesn't feel as big as they're making Gunther's. It, it just doesn't. Um... Yeah. Even fucking him fighting Gable seemed like a big fucking deal. You know what I mean? Like, and they did it three times. I I can't even say he elevated Shinsuke because I, like I said, it really depends on the follow-up. It really depends on what he does next. If we, if we, if we're standing here a month from now and all Shinsuke's doing is feuding with Bronson Reed again, then no, he did not elevate him. He just kept them at the same spot. He just elevated him to feel like a challenger where he felt like he, he was a threat to the title last month. I didn't really, I was like, when you said people were upset about Shinsuke losing this one, I was like, who thought Shinsuke was going to win? Like, like, I think why it's would more you because think that? people just want him to capture a title. And I so, no, I, I and I that. think I, people are I'm kind a of. Shinsuke fan for the past decade and a half. I want to see him be successful, but I know it ain't going to happen here. <laughs> well, that, but I think also part of it is they're kind of not liking the Seth's title reign. So they were kind of ready for him to drop. And again, that's not on Seth. It's how they're presenting him as a champion. I'm I'm like, you're supposed to be at the same level as Roman. It does not feel it. Roman hasn't shown up for a month and a half almost, but he still feels like the more dominant champion. Like, and that's sad. That that's and sad. It, and it's um, not even it's not even it's like it's just Gunther that's that he's uh, that's higher than him on his own show. Judgment Day is much higher than him on his own show. Drew McIntyre yeah. has felt higher than him on his yeah. on his own show. Seth uh, Cody Rhodes, Jay Uso, the show like, like yeah. Like if even you're, if you're in the a fucking guy on your own show, this is not a good world title ring. And even on SmackDown when it that whole standoff with the top fucking baby faces against Judgment Day Hills and they're missing a guy, I'm like, where the fuck is Seth? He's your he's supposed to be your top baby face. I'm like, why is he not there? Like, but he's not intertwined with these stories. And so that's why he wasn't there. But I'm like, he's literally supposed to be your top baby face. So I'm like, if they bring Roman into this for Survivor Series, you have to have Seth there. Like, it doesn't make sense to not include him. 
He's currently not advertised for Survivor Series, so I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Ness, what did you think about the last man standing match, and what have you thought about Seth Rollins as World Heavyweight Champion? Um, the match itself was really good. And like you said, it started off slow, but with it, with it being a last man standing match, I kind of expected that. You know, you can't go too crazy in the beginning of the match because it's going to they're either going to get gassed very early into it, which I think this match went like, it definitely went over 30 minutes or something like that. It, it went a long time. Um, but it, it was very physical. Just like when Stephanie said, like, I missed the, I missed the mist at first. So I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck happened? <laughs> like, oh, like oh, damn, he's like bleeding. I'm like, shit, Steph, what part was going on with Seth? I'm like, yeah, we got some color, but God damn, what the fuck happened? But then it was, you know, it was just a mist. But, um, it was very, very, again, very physical. Um, overall, I he's like, who thought, who expected uh, Shinsuke to win? I'm going to slowly put my hand up. I'm just like, all right, they can keep giving him time shots. Maybe is the reason why. But I also, up until the Judgment Day segment before the match, I thought that was the reason why that, um, like, Sin, yeah, Shin can win. But he's gonna get cashed in on anyway. But you know, that, I think that, a lot of people <laughs> thought that. I thought they were gonna So it doesn't even matter. Um but far as uh Seth, I gotta I gotta agree. I agree that it does feel secondary to everything, but this title is a secondary title in my eyes. I don't care how much they're trying to push it into the forefront as oh, it's the top title of Raw. One, it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't even feel like a top title in WWE in general when they had to go out and create a new title because Roman Reigns had run, run roughshod over the company. So uh, here's your consolation prize. You're not going to feel as important because it's not as important. They can say whatever they want. They can say whatever they want. Their presentation of it hasn't been that it feels like it's a top title. Like to Stephanie's point and you guys' point, Gunther definitely feels like he's the the man on Raw with the IC title. Um, Seth's been, you know, doing the opening challenges, all that good stuff, going from, you know, Raw to NXT. I get all that. He's a workhorse. He's showing the – you do that with the IC title. That's the workhorse Perfect. title. Mike, those are the workhorse titles. And I, not yeah. that I don't want him to defend it, because I do, but you got to just present it better. Like, yeah. like I just, and, the, and the story behind the champion – cannot be he needs to overcome he needs to overcome i'm like yeah. it's seth rollins like if it was jay uso holding his first world title then you can probably do yeah. that can he do yeah. it can yeah. he do it right because he's never been a world title champion besides the tag titles but for seth rollins who's been a multiple time world title yeah. holder at this point you can't do that can he overcome can he overcome? It's like yes, we've seen yeah. it. We've seen him overcome. We've seen him fucking getting thrown around like a fucking rag doll by Brock Lesnar a million times, and he overcame. Like we yeah. know he I, can. I, I also uh, this this like a multiple. When you really think about it, there's a multiple of our problems with this world title reign. Because I just thought about this. We're five months into this reign. Do you guys realize that no one has ever fought to get a shot at the world heavyweight championship? Like, oh, like Ballard like just asked for it. matches, like like a number yeah. one contender, like beat beating Seth. Like no one's done that. Like Jay Uso beat Roman Reigns at Money in the Bank to get an opportunity at SummerSlam. 
Cody right. Rose won the Royal Rumble to get the opportunity at Roman Reigns at, at WrestleMania. We are yeah. five months into Seth's reign. He's faced Finn Balor twice. He's faced Braun Breaker. He's faced Shinsuke twice. No one has won a match who yeah. gets this opportunities. And I think because he's holding open challenges, that's why. But no, and not to your all of point, these are open challenges. <laughs> so to your point, for instance, everyone's like, okay, so someone actually posted, who's next for Seth, right? And so you start thinking about it. So in every, with every title or storyline, there's people kind of winning matches here and there to kind of get to that point. And you look at Seth and you're like, who? Who like they've been focusing so much on like the IC title and I mean look at look at Becky's NXT run so far. You have women coming out of the fucking woodwork ready to fight her and they're having qualifying matches to figure out who's that going to be right uh, yeah. on the other end. You have okay who's next? You have kind of AJ Styles winning some things here. You have this going on over here. Who's going to face Roman next? Like. You have contenders that are winning matches that you, Bobby Lashley, like just in, you can, you have people kind of lined up who would be believable to be next, if you will. On, on Seth's side, besides Gunther, who's holding yeah. a title. Yeah. <laughs> there's really nobody like Drew's in a whole different story. I guess Drew eventually, cause he's kind of turning Hill, but he's kind of involved, but something else. And I'm like, there's really nobody that they've been building on that end to make you go, okay, this is definitely next for Seth. Yeah. I have no clue who is next for Seth because I can't think of a person over there who has won matches or like kind of hinted that they want a shot and then earned it to be like, okay, me. <laughs> I, I, I truly can't. Yeah. Cody Rhodes doesn't even want to go after this fucking title. He's like, yeah, that's, that's not the story I wanted. That, he even said it. He's like, he, he was like, he was like, they're like, oh, can you complete the story with Seth? He's like, no. <laughs> he straight up was like, no, that's not the title I want. I was like, wow, wow. Like, like he like, doesn't even want to go after it. Literally, some of the top contenders are people that if they won the title, it would literally lower the title than lower than the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Cody. That means that he couldn't beat Roman, so he decided to beat you. Drew, that means he couldn't beat Roman, he decided to beat you. Jay, that means he couldn't beat Roman, he decided to beat you. Kevin Owens, that means he couldn't beat Roman, he decided to beat you. Sami Zayn, like all the top guys, Finn Balor, like it keeps, it's mind-boggling that they have caught yeah. themselves into this conundrum with this title. Like it just, I don't know how they get themselves out of it, but like we all said, the, the match last night was great. So yes. you got to take that in a vacuum. That in a vacuum. Bill said there's only was... two names for Seth at this point. Gunther or, sorry, Stephanie, CM Punk, because there's a story between them. <sighs> well, the Let's CM Punk story. thing, they're, they're definitely pushing that. Um, Y'all got to let the CM Punk thing go. I'm not. So do you remember? I don't know if SP remembers this. Do you remember how I was also like, Cody ain't coming. Cody's not coming. There's no fucking way. As much shit as he's talked about WWE he broke the throne. He's doing all this shit. I'm like, there's no way. And his ass shows up. Even after watching how Cody World turns from SP over here, I was like, no, I don't think, no. And his music hit at Mania. And I'm like, shit. I'm like, all right. Hey, that's well, why we start. Here. 
We started up a whole new season of the Punk and the Restless on even Trudeau. more now because Punk's a whole nother level of fuck WWE than Cody baggage was, right? and baggage, baggage problems with people in the company, like re- the other wrestlers. Like Seth can't stand his ass, Roman can't stand his ass, and those are your top guys. And I'm just like, okay. Hey, the bright the bright side is he's never swung <sighs> on them, so you could probably get them in the room together. <laughs> I, I just because Bell got mad at me. Level. Bell, Bell got mad at me yesterday because she tried to compare the two. It was like, oh, at least WWE would get them in the room with Roman and Seth. I was like, well, the reason they couldn't get them in the room with the elite is because he, he punched them in the face. He assaulted them. Well, That's everybody, the was, everybody was also like, I like, basically like, I dare Punk to try and swing on somebody over here and not get his ass yeah. hit. Yeah, exactly. And that I do too. believe that. that too. I do that believe too. that. I believe Roman would punch the shit out of him. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. I think Joe would punch the shit out of that oh, man yeah. if he needs to. Oh, I yeah. think Seth, Seth is fucking scrappy as shit. I think Seth would kick yeah. his ass if he needed to. But I just, it's a whole nother level of fuck WWE with Punk. And so I'm just like, especially after all these clips of him saying, I would never go back there. It's toxic. Fuck Vincent Mann. Fuck this. Fuck the machine. But like, it's a whole nother level of fuck them. And I'm like, I don't know, y'all. Hey. I don't, and I don't want the toxicity. Like, even if it wasn't him causing it per se, maybe other people it started him. it. It was him. I know. <laughs> but there are times it. where I think, you know, sometimes he was egged on, is what I guess what I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah. Uh, he still brings the drama wherever he fucking goes. And I'm like, how is this not a turnoff for you guys? And I actually posted, I don't know if you saw, about that question saying, honestly, why do you guys want Punk back? And you have to go read the responses. Half of the people want the fucking drama. They're like, yes. because it's entertaining. We just want yes. to see the shit go down. <laughs> and other people are like, there's like, I'm sorry, there's three answers. I want to see, I want, basically, I want drama. I want to see the shit go down. Other people are like, I've been a fan of him for years. I just want to see him wrestle and do his craft, do his promos. Like they truly just want to see him do his thing without the drama. And then the other people are just like, oh, well, you know, Vince is getting mended. And that, that, that. I'm like, Ugh. anyway, so there's like three different answers to that, right? What was the people last just one? want to Vince see the fucking what? world burn. People who just are a fan of his and just want to see him on TV and, and have a good run on his way out, basically. And then yeah. there's other people who just want to see him back in WWE and men fences. And I'm just like, yeah. You guys are fucking weird. Like, I don't... Yeah, that third, that third part won't happen. One of the other two will. <laughs> you get to you get to see him, and then eventually he'll fuck it up. But you get to see him for a little while back in the WWE. I will right? say this: if he comes back, we do have to get Rollins versus Punk, and yeah. I think that is how Rollins and Punk both main event WrestleMania. That's because that, that is main event worthy. Yeah, night one, night one, one of one. WrestleMania. Yeah, they get to you know Roman gets night two. We know yeah. this. Yeah, yeah of course. There's multiple nights. He can definitely main event night one. Yeah, you can maybe you can have your night one. See, he's gonna come back. He gets his night one, and and also yes, he would be a hypocrite when he came back. Yeah, he would be. Yeah. He, would, he, would, he would. Yeah, that's nothing yeah, new. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's new for him. I'm sure he'll say it too in a promo, saying, "I know I said I wouldn't fucking be back here, but I'm back." All right, shut up. <laughs> like I know he's gonna say some shit like that. I just. I think part of me just doesn't want him back just because it's drama and whatever. I get it. But I they, I they, 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 I'll say this. There's definitely a much tighter ship being run over there at WWE compared to it is in AEW. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Tony, yeah. yeah, Tony Khan, he's just the inmates running the asylum over there for the most part. They're not going for that shit in WWE. I I give them that. No. That's pretty much yeah. it. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, Punk was basically Punk, running the shit over there. Like he basically yeah, walked yeah. all over Tony Khan oh, yeah. and was like, fuck you, I'm doing what I want. Yeah. And they and, and he let him. And he knows he knows he does not have that leverage here. So that's what's gonna be very, very interesting on how yeah. all of that goes down but that's besides the point we gotta give us our final verdicts on fast lane let us know in the live chat your match of the night mvp lvp whether you gave the the show a thumbs up thumbs down thumbs in the middle and out of 10 what did you give the show for us on screen for wwe fast lane 2023 three two one all of us thumbs up stephanie hypes out of 10 what did you give the show out of 10, I'll give it a 6.5. 6.5, that's fair. It's this. Seven and a half. I, I'm i going to agree with, I'm closer to Stephanie, but I'll fi- I'll go in the middle. I'll go seven. I'll go seven. Just because the main event and the opener were really great matches. So yeah. I'll yeah. go seven out of 10. What was your match of the night, Stephanie? J. Cody Judgment Day. No. What? Yes. No. <laughs> Seth and Nakamura. I'm, I'm the same way. I don't Seth know. Seth and Nakamura. It's either one or the other. I rated both matches the same, so it's either one or the other. Uh, I'm going to say Seth and Nakamura just because overall, I mean, it was a last man standing match. It was outstanding. And you can't, stip matches to me are just next level because you can just do so much more. So I'm just going to go with Seth and Nakamura the cheat code definitely a lot more entertaining than uh their payback main event matchup so yeah i'll give seth and nakamura match of the night what about you ness uh all across the board seth and nakamura seth and nakamura wins unanimously who was your mvp for the show ness i'm actually gonna go with eo because when you're in there against super charlotte and you can get the win and pin her in the process oh Sky's the limit for you. <laughs> True. What about you, Stephanie? I'm gonna go with Yeet Jey Uso because number one, I didn't think he was gonna win, but he actually got the Indianapolis crowd almost on beat with his up down. So I'm gonna give it to him. And I just think he's doing a great job as a face on his own. I think he's excelling. I think he's he's uh stepping up to the plate. Uh and so I'm going with him. I'm going to go with the new WWE Undisputed Tag Team Champions. The, uh, what 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 was it called? The Main Event Nightmares. American uh, Usumir. No, I'm good. Uh, main Event <laughs> Nightmares of Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso. Great matchup. Winning the tag team titles. The surprise result of the entire show. And they totally stole the show at the press conference. Oh, yeah. No, nope. changing all that video. shit. Frantic is correct. Jay Cargill was the MVP of the fucking night. <laughs> because I might have to go get a divorce now. So, um, <laughs> rethinking Your all my M- life choices. Your MVP, Ness. Oh, uh, no, it was EO. Or what do you mean by LVP? Yeah, he said Because MVP. Uh, I MVP. got some for the LVP. Oh, yeah, you already said MVP. Yeah, LVP. The whole fucking judgment day, those idiots. <laughs> all, 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 all of them. The whole group. The That's whole, the group. whole group. The whole group. Oh, Everybody. shit. 
Wow. The, the whole group. Whole group. Everybody. Even, even the, the, the guy auditioning to JD McDonough. Oh, he's a, it's his fault. It's, his, <laughs> it's, his, it's specifically his fault. <laughs> oh, Stephanie, your LVP. LVP. Can I do a whole group too? The LWO for that for them taking that fucking long to get Carlito out there? <laughs> for Carlito and for the production team for making that shitty-ass theme. I'm like, maybe the LVP is the production team for waiting that fucking long to hit that man's generic-ass music for the zero pop. Probably, and I love Carlito, people. In case you're just tuning in, I love Carlito. This is not on him. Zon, you know what? You're right. LVP is the production fucking team for waiting five minutes into the fucking match to get Carlito's music pop and then have it be some generic shit. <sighs> Stressed. Despite and no despite. apple, who dropped the ball on the fucking apple? No one they, got apples. They were in a rush to get them out there. <laughs> despite his matchup getting the biggest reaction from the fans, despite no, you're like not making the goat John Cena the fucking LVP SP. Absolutely not. It is John Cena. You guys hear this right now? Clip this and send this and tag John Cena <laughs> as soon as he says it. I want you to tag him and clip this one part where he says he is the LVP of the night. And I hope he responds and drags his ass. Go on. John wants us fans to be honest with him, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm being honest. John Cena and his hokey ass selling is the LVP of WWE Fastlane. My lord. For a first, yeah, I think you are amazing in Peacemaker. I thought John you Cena, were one. I, I thought you were one man. of the few. He was one of the few highlights of that garbage ass Fast Ten movie. One of the few highlights. He was the star of Trainwreck. He has comedic timing up the gills. He has more comedic timing than some of the comedians. He has more comedic timing than the entire SNL staff. Christina, but yet he can't sell facial expressions in wrestling anymore. I don't Cena. know. Stay at the PC. Learn some Cena. hip toss classes and learn how to emote from Shawn Michaels. Uh, Cena, sir. I apologize. And I don't know how I got on the show. I don't know who this man is. But um, I'm sorry. Please unfollow him. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a fair. That's a fair explanation. That was not John Cena. That was Jacob Toretto in the ring. Apparently, that's what. That's what <laughs> these people were telling me. Jacob Toretto. So that brings us to the close uh, for our <laughs> That was so much fun. Uh, well, we have a super chat donation here. Thank you so much, Christopher. Thank you for Thank helping you, us out, showing your support. He says, Seth losing on that table spot and and that ladder pose should have been not next win, followed immediately by us seeing his face melt when Brees' music hit. That would have been a much better ending to the show. Because yeah. at the end of the at the end of the matchup, I lo I like the matchup. Like I said, I thought the match the last man standing that Falcon Arrow to the table great. was amazing. That was yeah. great matchup, great matchup. But at the end of the show, I was just like, "That's it." That was my okay, I was saying that because I thought Nakamura <laughs> or I thought Priest was coming out, so I did do that. So we're done. Like I was going, okay, okay. I did do that. However, if 
Priest was never coming out, it doesn't matter. None of the, neither of those scenarios would work. Hey, I, I just I just feel like WWE, they need to find the right balance. Like, we need to find a balance for wrestling pay-per-views in general. We can't have 14 match cards, but I don't think we should have, be having five match cards. Somewhere in the middle, seven to eight matches. I feel like that is a premium live event. This premium live event, the match time was about 90 minutes. The show lasted three hours long. That is once it again did? my biggest nitpick. Was it WWE? Hours? Yes, it was. My once again, my biggest nitpick with WWE premium live events is that they stuff this shit with commercials that are as long, if not longer, than the actual wrestling on the show. Mm. Gotta get that ad money. I get it. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always thinking about money. I get it. But but I'm I'm sorry. I, if you would have added Gun- Gunther and Champa to this card, it wouldn't have broke the pace too much. You just cut down on an ad or two. That's it. But Stephanie Hypes, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Please let the people know where they can follow you on social media and when they will see you next time. You can follow me at Stephanie Hypes on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it. Um. Instagram at Stephanie Hypes with two S's. I joined TikTok like last week. I don't know hey. what the fuck I'm doing, but you can follow me at Stephanie Hypes there as well. I did post stuff. I just don't know if I did it right. Um, and then you can see me on Serving Face and Hills every other Sunday unless there's a million pay-per-views. Then we do the review shows instead, which is perfectly fine. Um, and you can just see me around. I'm guest appearing on a couple different Shows coming up. Um, hey. I just did one that recently with Rick. I always pronounce hey. his last name wrong, which is Uchino. Uchino. Rick Uchino. Uh, I was just on his show to go check that out. Um, and you can catch me apparently on WWE TV and all their playbacks because they like my reactions to things and my face, which is amazing. Um, and I do appear on these shows every now and then. So You'll see me around. Hit the subscribe button. The subscribe. And get a Serving Face and Heels t-shirt. Skinny Kravitz. Ness, let the people know where they can follow you, sir. You guys can follow me on Twitter. Oh, damn. X. That's uh, uh, Twitter me. On social media. There we go. Skinny underscore underscore Kravitz. And I'm making my way to a return back for Blood Impact. And for NX3, every Tuesday for NX3 and Thursday for Blunt Impact. Working, just working through work. Holiday, hopefully, once the holiday season is over, I can get back in the flow of things more consistently. But yes, make sure you subscribe to the channels on YouTube and on Twitch. I like the sun hat behind your head. I don't know why. It's my daughter's. I'm in my kids' room. I just love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. So yeah, Frantic watch. mentioned the NXT. Yeah. Are you guys going to do anything? Are you doing like a watch along? Because this is going to be doing nuts. a watch along. <laughs> We're doing a watch along. Yeah, NXT. I need and, to uh, jump in because can. I think it's. I'm only watching NXT. You guys know this, but I just think it's going to be so funny how this all goes down. Like they literally move this shit to Tuesday, and W's like, "Okay, fucking bet." All right. <laughs> And oh, they yeah, literally uh, are so petty as shit. On the table, here's like, they literally right? don't have to do that. AEW is moving to a new night. They're not going to win. <laughs> like, well, 
they, they, they don't like my thing is, is that last week NXT beat Dynamite last yeah, week on its own ske- because of the scheduling issue. The what? Uh, the basically all the TV, the TV uh, guides on all platforms had Dynamite coming on at 4 p.m. instead of 8 p.m. So that caused DVR issues and ah. all types of stuff. So that's the that's the reasoning why they beat NXT this week. But I know not everybody's going to say that, but that's the truth. You mean, you mean <laughs> the reason why NXT beat Dynamite this week, you mean? Yeah, why NXT beat Dynamite, yeah. Oh, gotcha. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, they literally moved it to Tuesday, and then they were like, okay, fuck y'all. And then they literally are pulling, like, they don't even need to do this much. They don't need to do this much. Like, they don't. They were they doing fine with just Cat, to be They were just doing Cody. fine with just Becky on there. Like yeah. they don't need to do this much. But they have the gong for the Undertaker, Cody Rhodes, Oscar, John Cena, Paul Heyman. Yeah, Paul Heyman. I'm just like John Cena. I'm like y'all. Y'all are really saying fuck your birthday. <laughs> we do not give a shit. And they're happy just, about it. And I, I kind of love it. I just, I, I pretty much, pretty much that that sounds like the show is gonna be two matches and the Undertaker walking to the ring. That's two hours. That's two hours. And John Cena <laughs> on the outside. You can't see me. You can't see me. Um, yeah, really we're doing facial a, expression. We will be doing a watch along for that on Tuesday. We'll have a uh, AE Ramble on Thursday because uh, we're giving Jimmy time to watch NXT and we'll review both shows on Thursday Dynamite and uh, NXT. That's gonna be fun. Yes, <laughs> yeah. apparently Jimmy's a huge NXT fan now. I wonder why. Nothing to do with his hatred of Tony Khan. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter <laughs> machine at TrueHillSV3. You can follow the gang, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at TrueHillHeat. Patreon.com forward slash TrueHillHeat. $3 a month gets you exclusive content plus the True Hill Heat Prediction Championship. And we'll have opportunities to get our new merch from ForYourWear.com. You can purchase your shirt for Seven Face and Heels or our True Hill Heat new logo right there right now. And check out all the great content we got on the channel right now. Like our exclusive interview with former Impact World Champion Josh Alexander ahead of his debut in New Japan Pro Wrestling and Bound for Glory. We also had the True Hill Heat Flash It podcast yesterday morning with myself, Miss Chrissy Love, special guest Brady from the Heel Marks podcast. <laughs> for Stephanie Hypes, whatever was coming out of her phone for Ness, it is me. It is me. You're true. SV3. This has been our WWE Fast Lane 2023 review. We are signing off until next time. Bye, Jade. <laughs>